Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is September 28th. The time is about 11.30 p.m. Reddy and UNPC has been conducting Zoom call from past 11 years. I'm very sorry for the delay, but I promise I'll spend you the extra time that I did wasted for you guys. For those people who want to get answer, please fill the Google Sheet out. Unless you fill the Google Sheet out, you will not be able to get there because well, we give preference to the people who fill the Google Sheet out first. And if there is any time left, then we give it to the other people, guys. Please fill the Google Sheet. Arjit? Uh, hi, Rahul. I, I filled up the Google Sheet. I have put in my concern there. So my, yes, you did. Uh, One e- second. E- Let me read it. Done, your, but... your file AOS, wait. Your AOS is filed in November 2022. That you must be EB1, is it right? I received yes. my EAD and for. I received RFE for medicals in May, which was submitted in July. I received 485G approval. Sounds good. And then no updates. What updates are you seeking right now? So, so it, it says case remains pending. I know, but what updates you want it? What are you dreaming I, about? No, no, I don't know what next to come into. Okay. Means I'm you will, con- did you get, a, did you, did you get an EAD? Yes, I did. Did you get an advanced parole? Yes. That's okay. Got there, there is, there is no more updates will be coming through because your prior date is not current. Okay. So you may have to wait maybe one year, maybe two years, maybe five years. But you seems to not have much knowledge about what's going on. I suggest that you follow our YouTube sessions that we do every Tuesday. Because right now, nothing is going to happen for you. Because the dates are not current. You're not going to get the green card. Okay. 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 And I will give you the link every Tuesday. At least listen for 20 minutes so that you get updates what's going to happen for you, okay? okay. Next person, okay. please. Mohammed? Uh, yeah, hi, uh, Rahul, good morning. Uh, I would like to take a moment to say thank you for you for the, for the sure. wonderful service that you have been doing. It's for uh, my so- dependents, wife and kid, uh, got, uh, wife and, uh, kid got expired 9-24-2023. I've applied for the extensions, thinking I would get my H-1B extension approved first. My H-1B was, got approved just a couple of days ago, okay? Yet to get the seven nines notice every hand. So, did you already file the uh, uh, I five three nine, or you did not? No, no, not yet. I have I have the documents. Everything Come ready. On. I'm going to do Why it today. Why would you not? Uh, how can you file it right now? Their visa hmm. status expired on September nineteen. Uh, September. It's already expired, is, right? Yes, yes. So uh, that's my my bad. That's my okay, bad. I to, I kind of uh, it's a. It's my mistake, and uh, that's what I wanted to know. What can I do in this scenario? I was in the presumption to... that 
uh, I was in the assumption that my H1B has to be approved first. Only then I can approve. I can no, apply. No, you before. need to. You need to contact uh, yeah, before I the ninety four expires. I completely realize that. I'm very, I'm very now. saddened that you follow our YouTube and you didn't neglected this. No, no. I came to know recently about your you thing through my friend. So I, uh, I, I no, I, I take I, I take the bed like that's my fault. So that okay, I just you need, need to consult. You need to, guidance. you need you need to consult a lawyer. You may have to send them back to India to get the stamping. Okay, so I think that's kind of uh, one of the uh, extreme option. Is there any alternate? That is not that the I extreme can... option. That's the only option that I will. And there are things when you fill out a DS-160 form, you need to be careful about it. Next person, please. Very, how can you contact on September 28th when I need to express on September 25th or September 24th? Next person, please. You have, she, they have to go, sir. Otherwise, there may be a bar for them for three years or 10 years, depending on. If you file the H4 and gets rejected, which most probably will be, we ready. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Rahul. Uh, thanks for this uh, advice. Yeah. Jane. Hey. Thank you. My EAD is expiring on February 2024. APN Jul July 2024. Can I apply both together for the new opening at the Cabo card? That's a good idea, but my only problem is when would you apply though? Would you apply in January or would you apply before you would you apply right now? I would apply in six months before the advance parole. Or you can do one thing. I mean, you can apply in you can apply in right now and then see if your advance parole gets approved, and then you can apply in generally January again for advance parole. Are you getting my point? Mr. Jane? Um, so apply for combo card first and then 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 AP alone later. I'll, yeah, because they may reject saying that you filed six months before. If they reject it, the second one will be approved. You got my point? Uh, I got it. Just one general question, Rahul, because my priority date is in mid-2014 and I expect this to be continuing for a few years. So will uh -huh, there ever be a chance that I will be able to get into combo card again or I'll always be stuck because it got... Separated? I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I would like to try the way you're trying it right now. I would like okay. to try that way to see if you would get it. You got it? Uh, I got it. Thank you. That's fine. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Afsar? Yeah, hi, sir. I have just dropped. Uh... Uh, does a new employer knows that I've been laid off previously by filing an H-1B transfer? Yeah, they will ask the pay stub. Okay, and uh, the yeah. second question. Okay, let me look into the second question. Uh, well, I only see. Does your check with the vendor whether I am still working if I left the employer from H-1B? No, they, they will check, just check the pay strips. That's all they care. The paychecks tells you whether you're working or not, officer. Okay. So basically, uh, I uh, so sir, uh, if I left my employer within, uh, like H-1B has been approved and uh, I didn't like a job and I got a new job offer. So can I leave my employer uh, within three months? Can I transfer? You can leave the, yeah, you can transfer within three months. But once you leave the employer... Once you leave the employer, you have mm -hmm. to join the company within within 90, within 60 days. If yeah, you join after 60 days, period, it is going to create a problem. Yes. So they oh, will come exactly. to know based on the pay stub. That's all they will come to know. 
okay okay sir and and one last sorry sir one last question so like basically uh, if my wife is saudi born so how can i uh, how like how can i expect my green card like how how soon green card you yeah of course did you had your labor and i140 approved uh, not yet sir yeah saudi born means even though she doesn't have a saudi citizenship you both will be con- considered under the saudi quota that's rest okay. of the world okay okay so basically okay. she she is having indian passport and uh, on the passport she is written like i know that as long as the as long as the date of birth certificate is there from saudi she is good you both will be good do i okay? need to do i need to have i140 approved sir you can i mean if the dates are current i140 doesn't need to be approved next person please riyas pravin uh, hey, hey rahul uh, so like uh, uh, wife wife h1b renewed after 6 years with pending 485 yeah okay what's the question about it so like uh, we are, we filed for 485 my my and my wife petition has been pending because my priority mm-hmm. date is july 2013 so my wife is currently working on h1 through a different employer mm-hmm. so she is about to complete the 3 years so she'll be extending mm-hmm. for another 3 years but my question mm-hmm. is generally h1b is only for 6 years right if she wants to continue past the 6 years does her employer has to file i140 and everything before the 6 yeah. years she can work with yes. uh, my pending 485 you can work she has an e- she has an ead with your pending 485s right yep yeah she can work on that ead what does she need the h1b their employer saying that uh, we will file for h1b just uh, How? to be on safe side okay now there is a rule that if the pending i i485 is there they can extend it by one year at a time but i don't think so it should be that the main applicants 485 should be pending though but i don't know if the dependency is pending they can try it they can try it if it gets denied it's not going to be any loss for you you see my point pravin yeah you are saying yeah mm-hmm. it's not going to be any loss for you let them try it okay and with the pending 485 yeah because she is dependent think, on my 485 mm-hmm. yeah that should that should not be approved but how does it matter to you if it doesn't get approved she has an ead okay okay got Next got ashraf hello yes hi uh, i'm on an l2 visa and i have a pending 485 but i turned 21 years old next year in april So if uh-huh. I apply for an F1 using uh, but but are you pro- Ashraf are you protected under the CSPA Act or not? Do you not know yet. about it? Are you? Oh, you're not. You're sure about it? Yes, because uh, I met most of the condition, but the filing date should be current uh, for to come under after the, the CSPA. After the I140 is after the I140 is approved, the filing date was never current. Okay, got the point. Okay, yeah. so if you file the 485, what's if you file the F1? what mm-hmm. f1 will not be denied though we haven't seen f1 getting denied will the f1 okay. be denied because of 485 spending no it will not be denied we have not seen that okay uh, but uh, will it what about the other way around if i have if i apply if the f1 is approved f- f1 is approved 485 is not going to be denied still will be pending oh okay okay if the okay. F- i just uh, received my ead and if the f1 uh-huh. is approved can i use the ead if the ch- if you are not protected under the child service protection act i would not use the ead okay okay, okay. next person jitendra uh... yeah hi 
Yeah, Jitendra, go ahead. Yes, yeah. go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, my question is, uh, I'm on H1, but I filed uh, both uh, EB2 and EB3. Now I wanted to change the employer. So in that case, uh, what is would be suggestion? Because uh, there are Jitendra. Yes, sir. Jitendra. Jitendra. Yes, sir. When you say EB2, EB3, did you file the 485 application or you filed yes, only I-140 application? When did you both, file both. the 485? When did you file the 485 application? Uh, in uh, 2022. Sorry, in 2020. 2020. When yeah, you can change. You can change the company to any other company. The new company must be uh, both I-140s are approved, is it right, Jitendra? Yes, yes, both are approved. It's, is it is your name Jitendra Dharma Dharma Is that your? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. But the question that you pose is a little bit different. Yeah. So, yeah, you can change the company. Absolutely, I don't see any problem with it. So uh, they're asking me to just uh, keep one and withdraw other one. So that's uh, actually my question. You don't, you, you just tell them you withdraw it. You don't have to withdraw it. Okay. So they can file only one for 485J or... Uh, they can no file to... both, but if they only want to file one, they, they can only file one. It's up to them though. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. Next, next person, please. Can you? Hello. Yeah. So I have uh, updated the question in the sheet. I have already watched you related to compelling circumstances. I have followed that. There is a talk of layoffs. The company that I'm working for I'm here. Could you also open uh, option of taking pay cut or relocating to less costly area? I have an approval. I went 14. Good chance of getting another job in the six months. Would you like to know preferring getting laid off is a good area or compelling circumstances? Well, I didn't understand. You, you have an option of getting to pay cut is right and going I mean, to there are two, two options like a pay cut and a relocation and other thing is like um, uh, they they Compelling. may lay off yeah right okay i would i would instead of compelling circumstances or laying off i will take the pay cut and go to the remote areas okay okay because uh, the compelling ead will have uh, other it risk. will take 8 months for you to get the compelling circumstances ead and from there, if you want to move to H-1B, then you have to have a gap of four months because you'll have oh. to go to India to get the stamping. And we are not advising people to go to compelling circumstances EAD. We're telling people to go to B-2 visa instead of compelling circumstances EAD. So at this point of time, uh, if they lay off, we normally are tending towards B-2 rather than compelling circumstances EAD. So if you have an option of going to Alaska and working there, if I were you, I would go and work there. Okay, got it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I would not go for, I would not pay a lawyer fees to ready and PC and go for compelling circumstances. Next person, please. Gautam. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Rahul. I'll be. My uh, question is about the RFP that was received. Questions that the location work of status. Go ahead. Is it an H1B extension transfer? What is the. Uh, it's an RFP. RFP extension. Uh, the RFP okay. was on the H1B extension. Uh, I got my 140 approved uh, and then I started applying for my H1B extension. But initially back in 2020, I the very first time I transferred my H1 from employer A to employer B and mm -hmm. currently I'm with employer B and he's based out of uh, Dallas, Texas. But back then when he was applying, I was in Pennsylvania state mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I never technically moved to Dallas. Uh, and uh, in later when the RFE came, when I got an RFE, I got to know that uh, the location was mentioned as Dallas, Texas. 
but technically i never moved to dallas and i'm still so, working in so, so so you can request the uscis to approve it in the consular processing if they do it then you will have to go outside the country to get the stamping and come back the other option is that if they don't do it though since you filed the extension of status or change of employer if they don't do it they have to refile the application of the consular processing you'll have to go outside the country and get the stamping you need to understand guys the rest of the people also that lca location you have to work at that location only not at the other location this is okay. not a transfer it is just a extension with the same employee so either it's a extension or a transfer the story is the same okay. so uh, you said that there is one option is to request the uscis to ask for a consulate uh, yes. approval yes that is the and only the... option oh that's the only option yeah uh, i'm asking could there be also be a a possibility of denying the complete application like extension? yes they can because they says that they say that you didn't file in the consular processing they may deny if they denied you just have to refile application or you can do one thing you can ask you can file a consular processing right now without that getting denied so that you can continue working okay and once you get the consular processing you just go and get the stamping done because if you respond to this as a consular processing you have to stop working immediately okay so this was not requested as a consular processing but you are saying that file an additional consular processing extension and then uh, uh, get the uh, approval and then go get the stamping and withdraw this one in that way you will not have any interruption of the job oh so when there is an active rfe i can still apply for an additional uh, absolutely uh, you can absolutely you can next person please thank you raji hi um, i posted my question on the Form. Uh, yeah, uh, I currently in the U.S. on H four and employed via H four EAD, both valid until two thousand twenty five. I got my H one B approval this year and will need to go get stamping. I have a valid H four stamping and would like to travel to India in December for a month. Okay, let me ask you this question though. Um, so you already got the change of status to H one B approved, is it right? Yeah, that's correct. I actually it... asked my attorney to to do a consular processing, but it looks like they messed wow. up and, and ended up doing change of status. That is very good. They did the change of status, though. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know why you requested the consular processing. Your lawyers are very good. They are very smart. Now the reason is that on October first you will be on H one B. You are working for the same companies, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can. It's up to you. In when are you planning to go to India for stamping? Well, ideally, I would want to do it in December, but I've not been able to find dates, so I'm a little concerned. If I don't get a but, a but do you have the H four stamping right now in the passport? I do. Yes, until, until uh, April. Uh, sorry, March. So, March of twenty four. Mr. Raju, what you what you can do is, if do you want to go to India right now in December? I I mean I would really need to uh, I I can still push it out Wait, but I I would prefer no, going. Just say if you would prefer going in December, yes. you go to India, you come back in H four H four. Okay. And A and now now you are technically counted toward the H one B number because from October to December you worked on H one B. So if you ever want to revert back to H one B in the next ninety years. You can always switch back to H one B without subject to lottery system. Okay, so Why I just need, need to get to a stamping done. 
you don't need the stamping done that's what i'm telling you i mean at a later point i'm not saying this time i'm just saying at a later point if i need if i want to get back on my h1b i just need to get my stamping let's, done for no ma'am ma'am i you don't need stamping let's say 10 years down the line you want to move to h1b you can just apply for a change of status just like the way you applied right now instead of lottery you just apply in the instead of lottery you apply just like regularly you don't need stamping okay got it okay but if you're not getting the idea what i said i don't I, if you're not going you can go to december just come back and it's four and and there is also one other way where if you want to switch back after you coming back to united states you want to switch back to h1b there is a way called margarita switch okay okay and i will give you the okay. description what that margarita switch is where once you come back and if you want to go back to h1b all you need to do is that go to mexico and drink a margarita and come back i really mean what i said okay I'm not joking okay got it okay and i sent you that one okay we okay, invented perfect. that word called margarita switch next person please thank you yashwan shiva yeah hi uh, hi rahul i posted my question in the forum sure i am in 60 day h1b grace period two weeks left and new employer filed lca this week if the government should dump to explain what would be the situation of lca um we don't know if uscis will excuse us to file it if not i want you to file a b2 application okay so okay. i need to convert my uh, apply for b2 status yeah within two weeks yes okay within two within the 60 days if okay. the uscs does not allow it got it okay Next so person. one more question sorry one right. more question uh, so basically like uh, the 60 days grace period right so when does it start does it start from the last day of working day or is it from the last day, last of, the day of paycheck paycheck okay it's not about the, because i am getting like uh, the pay severance check up till october ending so does it what count? what we know, i mean this is not 100% proof what we notice right now is that what we notice right now is that it's actually uh, we have not seen they have only gone with the pace of as of now that's what we have noticed it is okay. there a chance they may deny because of the pace of there is a chance they can but we have not seen it next person please thank you rahul rupa rahul garu Um, my so, job got terminated date is september 1st i have given severance package well same question until september i got a new offer from i'm planning to go to h1b transfer next week start of new employment is given as november 14 is it okay to stop after november 14 but since your your paycheck is until september 30th though i i don't see any problem with it uh but then um with the severance package it's not a paycheck like say until 1st of september they do the paychecks like they run it on adp or workday paychecks right whereas mm-hmm. on 30th i would get a check like say for 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 these four weeks i would get a uh, paycheck in the form of a check from the company no ma'am it, it will not... still be a, it will still be adp coming they still have to cut the taxes okay so you think uh, so it would be the last it is 30th as of as of now just like the way i answered the other guy we haven't mm-hmm. noticed any problem with the people like you they consider september 30th now is there a chance they might change they may okay. they may 
But right now, you don't have much option there. You're a beggar there. No, uh, or else I was thinking of, uh, you know, uh, moving, uh, you know, this is a full-time opportunity that I'm taking, which they say the start date is 14th November. I also have another contract opportunity uh, that I'm... I would not. I would not do that, ma'am. I have this nice job, which is starting in November 14th. I would go with it. That's what I would do. Instead of taking a substandard, I will take that extra risk if I were you. Remember, I'm not receiving any money from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just want to make sure that I don't go out of status. There is, there is nothing, there is nothing guaranteed, ma'am, Rupa. There is nothing, mm -hmm. there is nothing guaranteed. But I'm just telling you what I would do if I were you. Okay. Next mm -hmm. person, please. Okay. Nagendra. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Nagendra. So I posted my question in the. Uh, I'm planning to case. submit my H4 dependent extension myself, but I didn't receive my H1B transfer approval. Yeah, you you get when is your H1B H4 expiring though? Oh, next year April twenty fifth. Ah, you have time right now. Okay, so you can submit with a receipt notice also. But did you file in premium processing or regular processing? Yeah, my H1 is already approved, but I didn't receive like my joining date is the next uh, uh, this Monday. So once I join, they're going to uh, give, give my you the, uh, yeah, and then your wife's H4 is expiring in April of two thousand twenty-four. Right. Okay, so you you move from one company to another company. Right. Yeah, I mean, wait until I mean, since it's only one one week left, and since our I ninety four is yeah. not expiring. Why hurry up, file with the receipt notice, wait for one more week and file with the approval? Okay. So is, is it okay to uh, submit myself? Like my company is not uh, submitting the H4 dependents. So they asked me to do it by myself. So what you, you can do it. Say, uh, I can do you it. Can, we recommend to go through a lawyer though. We recommend to go through a lawyer. Okay. Next person, please. So, oh, we'll, send an email. we'll send an email to you if you choose, uh, if you want to choose us. Srinivas? Hey, uh, he has some, he has some, there's one more question. Give me one second. Mr. Nagendra, you can unmute if you have any more question. Yes, thanks, Rahul. Uh, so, the last question is like, if I wanted to do it myself, so I need to send my I would, for dependent application to the same center, same. Uh, I would, I would recommend, I would recommend you go through a lawyer. Srinivas, go ahead, because then there will be a lot of questions in there. You'll ask me those questions too. Srinivas, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Rahul, I put my uh, question My H1B job is going to end in mid-October. My goodness, how many people are ending their jobs? My wife is an H1B. I need to file H5 myself and my kids. Can I submit one application for all three in one application? Absolutely, you can. You can submit because all three is, in one. One is change of status and two are extension of status. So just trying to understand. Oh, no, 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 no. No, sir. Don't so do I have to file two different applications, right? Two different applications, yes. And also, is there any, uh, uh, this one, H4 EAD, is there a uh, premium processing now or not? No, there is no premium processing. The only way you can do premium processing is if you can have your wife file an amendment plus extension, then you can do the premium processing. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Next person, please. Zahra, Jay. Um, hi. Um, I, I posted my question, but before that, just, just wanted to get... H1B transfer petition is in progress. Issue. My position title is Senior Software Engineer. 
SOC could tell the software development application code and specialty occupation. Can we file an amendment as an issue for me in future if this application gets approved? Um, I didn't so understand. So what you're telling is the SOC code is a little bit different than that of the title yes. given? Yes. So basically, my, my job is senior software engineer. I will be working like I have always worked as a software engineer, never worked as a QA. And uh, even this particular title is a senior software engineer. And my, my work would completely be software architecture and infrastructure. I don't know why, but the the lawyer has filed with an SOC title to be with uh, software QA analysts and testers. So that is where I am a bit concerned that why that has been done. And if that is the thing, then should we wait uh, for this to get uh, approved? And then um, like, what should be the steps? Like what should be the ideal steps on this one? That's what I want to know. Because I'm, I'm concerned with the, the, the SOC code that has been used because it's, it's not online to my, my job description. Um, I don't know if I want to poke this as a problem. This things we, for us, all the software guys sounds the same to us. Okay. Okay. Just like surely dialogue is a sub police wala ek jasa lagta hai. So okay. they all sound like now, would you like to create trouble for yourself by creating it? That's up to you though. Okay. Okay. So what, what, all what I wanted to know is that will this be an issue at any point of time in future? Let's say, for example, that I am 90, 95% of the time, it will not be an issue, but if you want to create it, it will be. Okay. Okay. No. So my concern was only when, if at all, I go to India, I got the point. I understand. Yeah. I understand, mm -hmm. but I'm just telling you 95% of the time that will not be an issue, but if you want to create it, it will be 50% chance. It will be. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Um, next yeah. person, please. Thank you. Yashwant. Traveled to US on L1B in 2016. Had L1B visa stamp passport from India. Change of status to H1B in 2020. Had to leave US due to max out in December 24th. I-140 got approved and applied for action currently in Canada. Am I eligible for Dropbox in Canada? Uh, I don't know the Dropbox rule Yashwant in Canada though. Did you apply visa in Canada before? Uh, Rahul, uh, he has some issues, so he can't speak. He just need the answer for this. Okay, question. got the point. Got the point. Uh, Yashwant, um, the only issue here would be that is, did you actually got the stamping in Canada before? If you got the stamping in Canada before, you may be eligible for the Dropbox. If you got the stamping in India, you are not eligible for Dropbox. Next person, please. This will be the last person I'll be attending. And for those people whom I couldn't attend, you can make an appointment with me at any point of time. My colleague is going to give a link to you where you can make an appointment with me. My appointment dates are, uh, my, my appointment timings are, are there online. Can you give the appointment thing to the people, Shruti? Yes, Rahul. Kranti? Kranti? Ravi? Yeah, uh, I posted the question in the document. So I have a recent, uh, I transferred to full-time uh, to a different company in last December. And I went to a cruise trip. Uh, so the recent port of entry got updated, but the admit date, there was no CBP officer to update my uh, validity date. So will that override my I I-94 like uh, on the I-97 
Okay, so so let me understand one thing. When when is your I ninety four expiring? The seven nine seven I ninety four. The recent one, two thousand twenty five. And when you went to when you went online, when you went to the uh, when you went to the uh, uh, cruise, when you came back, did the I ninety four updated or it didn't updated there? It like the recent. the entry got updated but the admit validity date didn't get updated because uh, there was, was no what is so entry date has changed let's say to september of 2023 and expiration date what does it say uh it still says uh, april 2023 april 4 26 the online is it 26 23 what does it say expiration date what does it say April twenty six. April, yeah, April. Uh, it says like uh, April twenty six, twenty twenty three. The admit validity date. That's what it says. But when did you when did you entered into United States? Uh, February, back from Galveston cross trip. You need to contact a lawyer immediately. Did you give okay. us your email address to us? And no, I, yeah, I gave I gave in the form. Yeah, yes. Is that Ravi Teja? Your Ravi Teja? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you need to. Uh, you need to. You need to consult a lawyer. You probably are out of status. Okay. 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 Yeah, uh, that's you should have contacted us earlier. So do I need you to travel? Should, yeah, you may. Yeah, you will have to travel to Mexico, and we will have to. You will have to speak with an immigration lawyer so that you are prepared what to answer. when okay. what to answer when when they ask any questions okay thank you wish you best of luck thank, thank you guys you. for coming you can uh, uh, book a time my appointments are open guys if you guys want to book any appointment thank you. and and it's there online in the chat if you want to book thank you guys for coming the next conference call will be tomorrow at 3:30